What's up? How we doing? What's up? How it's me, Coro Bloom, and alongside my brethren. Tavares Pennington. Tava Pen. Yeah. For those confused, Penny Bloom comes from his last name and my fake last name. Pennington and Bloom. Penny Bloom. Real creative of us, right? Yeah, we did that. We, yeah. we really did that shit. Yeah. So we wanted to start the show talking about uh, how Lil Wayne di- is dipping on the uh, <laughs> on the tour with uh, on, Blink-182. <laughs> Stopped mid-set and was like, you know what, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Not even mid-set, like 20 minutes in. I think it was an hour-long set. <laughs> he was 20 minutes into a set and goes, you know what? No. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I just this want y'all to know. This isn't for me. <laughs> just want y'all to know, I'm not used to performing in front of crowds like this. Um, Yeah, don't know how much longer I'm going to do this. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. This man was, he was in the middle of the set where he realized in 2019, I'm opening for Blink-182, which is 20 years out of their prime. Yeah. When I, I, I'm opening yeah. <laughs> for Blink-182. <182. laughs> Wheezy, he was like, he made he made a he made a move that I think is good <laughs> for his career. Yeah, no. Don't get me wrong, I fuck with Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not even gonna say I do, but like <laughs> they like they have done something in music that is that is good. Yes, in uh, general. <laughs> so is Wayne, but like those don't go together. Yeah, like. When I heard about like Lil Wayne going on a tour with Blink One Eighty Two, I was just like, "Why though?" Like, Low key, when I heard, I go, "Are they coming to Kansas City?" <laughs> <laughs> but like, there can't be too many people who are like in both of those. Yeah, like, both of those of, fan bases. Yeah, like I don't know why they thought they had so much crossover. They'd sell out shows and shit. Like, I don't know, it's, man. It's but Blink One Eighty Two in twenty nineteen, like. It's not going to do great. I don't even think Lil Wayne himself would sell out concerts in 2019 anymore. I don't know. After the Carter Five, he might have. Ma- not many people listen to the Carter Five. I've, like people I know that listen to music. That's like, true. They, like they were like, oh, I listen to a song or two, but like nobody was like Carter Five, Carter Five. It was kind of like everybody because it was wanted 27 it to fucking songs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was way too long. Uh, but like it just like it came out people were like finally Carter 5 is here maybe listen to a couple songs like the yeah. big ones and they were like okay that's fair that's yeah. fair like I don't know not that like Lil Wayne is bad of course like he's still like doing his thing but like still one of the codes yeah it's just like music has changed I think from the time that Lil Wayne and Blink-182 for that matter started making music but it's so funny because Wheezy really shaped this whole yeah this yeah. whole generation yeah, he did he did like the whole like punchline rap like he was the best at that like he really was, he and was, you know Blink One Eight Two they they helped many white people in the nineties. <laughs> many remember white their age, and <laughs> yeah, shit like that. How, how old are the Blink One Eighty Two people? Shit, I don't know. They got to be fifties. I'm thinking. I mean, that's like, dude. The, I I used to fuck with Blink One Eighty Two so heavy they got yeah. like a. What's my age again? And uh, all the small things. Oh yeah, I know all the small all things. All the small things. things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just it was just every movie soundtrack in oh the late nineties, early two thousands had all the small things on it. Every I movie soundtrack, like it was kind of ridiculous. Uh, that's like basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically like uh, what's a what's a group that that's like Brockhampton performing in like twenty forty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, their lead singer is 45. Jeez. 
So yeah, they've been around for a while. 1992 is where their origin is credited. Now I want to know if if this was a, a, a cash grab tour or like genuinely there was a desire to see Blink-182 Blink in concert in 2019. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there definitely was. There's definitely an audience well, Obviously, for that. yeah, people will buy tickets. But I think what might steer the Blink-182 fans away from this is the fact that Lil Wayne is on the tour with them. Yeah. And he has an hour... Like, not many openers get hour-long sets. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's an incredible... That's about as long as the main set, usually. No, I'm not sure if he's actually quitting this tour. He just, yeah. like... He said he I mean, was. I mean, it looks like he is. It looks like he will, but... Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like sorry, everybody. But uh, if you planned on going, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Yep, just won't be there. God, I love Wheezy though. Yeah, he does. He does what the fuck he wants. Did you hear about that Rolling Loud when he uh, when he canceled his set there? I did not. It was because they were uh, the venue was conducting police checks at the entrance for all the artists. Oh yeah. And he was like, he tweeted it or something. He was like, yeah, I'm never, I'm never gonna have like if if you hire me then. I'm never gonna go through a police check for you because I'm there for your benefit. Exactly. And like, which I think that's fair. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not gonna fuck up my money. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. Like, why would I? I'm not doing police checks, which I'm like, yeah, okay, that's I'm that's gonna, fair. I get yeah, that. That's fair. And Rolling Loud probably should understand that artists won't want to do that. Yeah, for sure. Wheezy F baby, and the F is for phenomenal. <laughs> Roll the tape. You have now entered the Penny Bloom Podcast. Hosted by none other than Colton Robinson and Tavares Pennington. I hope you are prepared for a show unlike any that you've ever seen before. Or heard, I guess it's a podcast. So you aren't going to see anything. Comedy is funny. That is the basic premise of it? It is. Yeah. I think that uh, social media has created a way for anybody to be funny at any given moment. Well, everybody already was funny. There was just no way of communicating the, the funny... I thoughts, but I think that I think this uh, the social media just the way everyone is now, <laughs> it's ruined everybody. <laughs> well, I, I ruined. I would say ruined is a strong word. I'd I say don't, it's I, changed everyone. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no. It ruined everybody. <laughs> shit, shit. I'm what are we fairly do? certain. <laughs> it fucked everybody up. <laughs> Says a dude who's on social media all the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> How do you think I know? <laughs> it's Fair ruined enough. me. Fair enough. <laughs> One of the funniest things in social media are the things that nobody even sees. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? Because I keep I keep most of the shit in my drafts. I'm pretty like I'm pretty open on Twitter, but it's like if I am not even open enough to tweet this, you know you I gotta know. I gotta there's gotta be something about it. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm gonna hold on to this one. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it in my back pocket. So we're gonna give you an inside look at these Twitter drafts. Here on the Penny Bloom Podcast. This is our Twitter draft. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
This segment's been a disaster. I'm fucking dying. Alright, let's jump into it. Everything before the actual drafts is completely unplanned thus far. We just yeah. kind of were rattling no, off the dome. I recognize sorry. that that was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can skip it if you want to. I mean, it's too late it now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, you know what? Share with us your first Twitter draft. Okay, so we're just going to start off with a little light one here. I just had this one day, this this tweet came to me one day when I was just sitting in a in a car shop waiting to get my oil changed, and um, like I was just drinking the coffee, and I was like, God, this shit is fucking terrible. And then I resumed to get up and get another cup. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so the tweet was, Mechanic coffee is probably the most dirt water ass drink I've ever tasted. But it still holds an air of nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> because it does, doesn't it? Like, it it's still like, holds it's an like, air It's still nostalgia. coffee, and it, it's mechanic coffee, and you know it's mechanic coffee, but you're still going to drink it. Because I, I don't know why, but there's just like, there's a place in my in my taste palette for mechanic coffee. <laughs> like, I'm it's, just, thought, it's coffee with a hint of metal. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> As a kid, I can taste the nuts and bolts. <laughs> As a kid, I, always, I was always like, you know... If I become a, me- a mechanic, the coffee's going to be probably the best part of my day. <laughs> it probably would be. Never going to be a mechanic, but, like, still. <laughs> but that occurred to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the randomness that is my drafts. <laughs> oh, yeah. my uh, One of my favorite things for my drafts was the abundant unfinished thoughts. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I had numerous that were finished and I just didn't put out there. But some of them were tweets that I decided to start typing. Yeah. And before I got to the end, I was like, it just isn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do that too. <laughs> so I wanted to uh, share one of those. And some of the fun is that I have zero clue where I was going with it. I have no idea. Uh-huh. I do not remember. <laughs> so this one, I quoted Donald Trump's tweet from June 26, 2019. BORING in all caps with an exclamation mark. I quoted it with this. Turned on the Democratic debates and found out it was a bunch of people. <laughs> and that's it I know that wasn't it when I typed yeah. it I know that wasn't it when I typed just it but that's, people. but that's what it is now And yeah. yes, it is just a bunch of people Yeah, you weren't wrong So that's how I know it's, that's not where I was going Honestly though, I feel like if you tweeted that Just that, like I would I, I would like that tweet I It's like, it's just funny enough yeah, on its, it's own For no enough, reason But it's funny by virtue of it just being What it is Like you're just like <laughs> yeah, it's just like why on the Democratic debates and it's just a bunch of people like what were you expecting yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not animal planet it's, it's like, the Democratic debates yeah it raises so many questions but all of those questions come from a place of humor because exactly. you're just like well, what could you possibly have been thinking <laughs> yeah like where like what where was I going was it gonna be like turned out it was a bunch of people who were talking in Spanish like I don't know. I doubt it. That's <laughs> not funny. Were, it were, was, but I mean, like, that's not funny. Space. Why did I think of that? Yeah. Therefore, like, I don't think that's where I was going. Oh, and so maybe you... that's why I didn't finish the thought. Maybe I yeah. wasn't going anywhere. Maybe yeah. I tried really hard and nothing was funny. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm just that unfunny and that's maybe, how much social media has ruined me. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you're just stretching and you're just like, you know what? Just not going to do it. And then you turned out with something that was still relatively funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, turned on the Democratic debates and found out. It was a bunch of people. That's the tweet. <laughs> That's the tweet. You're right. up. Uh, my next one. This is a little bit of a dilemma. Yeah? Is it more twisted to remember your murders or to forget them? Okay, damn. Mm. 
So this, like, we're coming from, like, a, a serial killer's perspective here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you have murdered multiple people, is it worse that you took, you paid enough attention and, like, took the time to remember every single murder? Yeah. Or, or is it really, are you murdering that many people <laughs> that yeah. you can't remember yeah, all of them? Yeah, are you just like, you know what, you're not even, you're not even significant enough to me for me to remember you. Yo, that's and crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know either. That's what I thought of it. I was just like, I can't, that's... I, uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I think it's gotta be forgetting. Yeah, yeah, no, well, I, but like people who like, so you know B2K? Yeah. That guy remembers, like, said that he remembers every single person that he ever killed. The guy's killed at least, like, 30 to 40 people, I think. Like, to just, like, like that's a lot. That is of, a lot. That's a lot of killing. <laughs> and it's really fucked up. But it's like, ah, like, do, does that show that they have some sort of heart? Yeah, because, like, that like, they remember the people that they killed? I don't... It shows to me that they have a passion. <laughs> Which is, it's a really fucked up passion. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it's not a good thing. Yeah. But it means that, like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, man. Let's go to mine. Okay. <laughs> mine, I quoted a tweet that was about a uh, an article from a woman who said that female masturbation is a one-way ticket to hell. Just female masturbation? Just female masturbation. <laughs> okay. Someone tweeted that article and said, Here I come, Satan. <laughs> so I quoted it and said, Here I come, Satan. <laughs> I couldn't tweet that because I have family on Twitter. <laughs> Here I come, Satan. Here I come. Yeah. No, no need for much more context yeah, than that, no, you know. That's, Here that's, I come, Satan. That's it. <laughs> if you don't get it, <clears throat> if you know, you know. If you don't uh, know, you don't know. Yeah. So I guess you don't know. If, if you don't get it, you're probably not old enough to be listening to this podcast. And if you're not old enough to be listening to this podcast, you're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Next. <laughs> okay. Mine is a uh, uh, up the alley of yours. Yeah. Not quite the same. The same, but. Um, it goes as follows. <clears throat> Man, I'm really hot. Woke up with a bug bite on my dick. What a day. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that's up the same alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, so, yeah, that was just, you know, something I woke... That was literally the first thing I did that day. It, it, true story, folks. True story. It's Wow. That's, it's a shame that sounds when, like hell. It's a shame when things like that happen, but, you know, you bounce back eventually. This is This is true. Yeah, it's it's not a great it's not a great experience. I for one have never had a bug bite on my dick. I just don't understand how it would have gotten there. Like, I wasn't sleeping naked. Like, I don't understand. Bugs like, wildin'. Yeah, yeah. No. Bugs get freaky, bro. They're craving. <laughs> God. All right, I'm gonna go on to my next one. <laughs> I quoted a tweet about uh. So, remember when Kim Kardashian? This was very recently. She trademarked the word kimono. Mm. I never heard about that, actually. Yeah, she trademarked the word kimono, which is a... That's a blade, right? No, that is a, uh, a, it's a dress. Or, oh, dress? It's a dress okay. for, uh, I believe, Japanese women wear okay. kimonos. And I believe, I don't know. I, I'm not entirely informed, but I know it is a Japanese 
It's traditionally a Japanese clothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not a dress. That's it's right. just it's it's a traditional Japanese clothing. Uh -huh. So Kim Kardashian, a white woman, trademarked the word kimono, which led me to quote the tweet with, "Whites have stolen every." aspect of every culture except for mayonnaise. <laughs> wait, wait, say that again? <laughs> Whites have stolen every aspect of every culture except for mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise is our one thing. <laughs> oh my God. We have mayonnaise, okay? Fair enough, fair enough. But nobody likes mayonnaise. Except for whites. <laughs> okay? Yeah. That's why... No, I've, I've always wondered why they... Like, people were like, you want mayonnaise? And I'm like... Why on earth would I want mayonnaise? Like, I won't not eat the sandwich because it's on there, but, like, I don't particularly, like... I'm not seeking out mayonnaise. Yeah, it's not like, oh, mayonnaise, throw that shit on there, yes. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> white people love mayonnaise, and, uh, and getting it from Target, as they regard it, Target. Target? Target. My mom actually adopted that one, it was kind of... Oh no shit! Yeah, it's tragic. She's doing. She's been doing that for at least like ten years now. Like, Man, that's kind of sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is. Yeah, my parents do it, but they're white. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All love to your mama. <laughs> what's uh, what's next up in your in your drafts? Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna take a little serious turn. Yeah, I am mean serious. Just like a more thoughtful turn. All right? all right, all right, fair enough. So listen, capitalism. Is not in decay. Capitalism is decay. We have to resist capitalism as it exists for the sake of our lives. And if you don't understand why, my justification is implicit. That's for the homies of Mother Russia. <laughs> <laughs> it's for you, buddy. <laughs> now, but basically, what, what this is saying is just like, like when you're in a capitalistic system, it's not. It's not constantly in decay as most people have you believe. Like it's like constantly like degrading itself and like causing more and more things to happen. It is like part of the the structure of capitalism is that there will always be an upper class and there will always be a lower class. It's a self-eating snake. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And so because of that, you have to resist like this current structure of capitalism because it means that in 100% of the scenarios where there is a capitalistic society, there is always going to be a poor and impoverished, which is not ideal, obviously. So, like, if you don't understand why capitalism is bad, then that's that's just showing that you can't think outside of these, like, you can't think outside of the, the pedagogy which capitalism is and which school teaches us to believe. So, like, that's the problem with it. It's like nobody thinks outside of a capitalistic society because... You're not raised it that way. But that's, like, not necessarily right. So, like... Go off. Yeah. <laughs> Go off, Morris. Damn. Damn, bro. Okay. Yeah, if I'm at the top of a communist regime, I'm thinking, like, why even try and take down these capitalistic scum? You know, because yeah. eventually they'll fuck themselves. Exactly. So why do I need to worry about exactly. it? Exactly. The only reason that any communist regime has to worry about capitalism is because the capitalists are like fucking commies. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Stop, and they, like, they, stop like, giving a fuck they, they and we won't give a fuck. Yeah, you know? they, they, they like literally fear monger these other ideologies simply because they don't align with what capitalism does, which is valuing the human based off of production, which is like fundamentally already sounds kind of fucked. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but like that's just, that's not how they want, like, you want to know how this tweet, what this tweet originated from? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm at this job that I just got, right? In the back, like, just, like, being, like, fuck. Like, this kind of sucks. 
washing dishes, and I'm just thinking, they really don't value me for being anything <laughs> other than what a machine could do if they had the money to buy it. So, like... That's true. I'm just like, what is the point? Like, this is so fucked. Like, capitalism is literally, like, paying me money to do these things that machines could do. And all the while, it's not even, like, it's not recognizing me as a human. It's recognizing me as a dishwasher. Like, it's kind of fucked. It's super fucked, dude. I mean, like, I don't want to deep dive into this or anything, (laughs) but, like, yeah, I'm a communist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was a jump. That was was definitely a jump. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I'm just kidding. I obviously lived in a capitalist society. Yeah, yeah. So, by nature, I am a capitalist. By nature, we are all capitalists, and it sucks, but... Yeah, but that's 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 America. This is America. Don't catch you slipping on. Hey. Don't catch you living on. Hey. Oh, what you tripping on? This is America. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I want you to take a guess at what the tweet I quoted could be about. Okay. Okay. I hate the internet. I dug deep into the replies <clears throat> to this. And there was a discussion about how the Star Wars movies have fallen off because of the female leads. Is there any guess as to what that could be about? The, the tweet I quoted. Uh, <clears throat> read it again. I hate the internet. I dug deep into the replies to this, and there was a discussion about how the Star Wars movies have fallen off because of the female leads. So <laughs> I dug something deep... something to do with the U.S. women's team? No. Okay. No, but it has something to do with women's sports. Or not, uh, not women's sports, but women it, in sports. Is it WNBA then? Here, I'll give okay. it to you. Uh, it was about the Cavaliers hiring a woman as oh, an assistant head yeah. coach. Oh my god. It, it was a tweet about how the Cavs hired a woman oh as an assistant god. coach. I dug into the replies and found, you know, <laughs> you know, this is the problem. <laughs> I, they are hiring. Oh my God. They're hiring women as as basketball coaches in the NBA, and they're making women the leads in Star Wars movies. What is happening to the world? Why is Daisy Ridley <laughs> being Rey in Star Wars? Focus on Adam Driver and Kylo Ren. Oh my God. These people, like, I just, like, honestly, ever since, like, th- th- there's always been such blatant disrespect for just, like, women. And society. And society. Like, and that sounds so fucked up in 2019, but it's so, like, prevalent. Like. Why? And I'm just, I like. I will never guys, get it. This is, like. I will never get it. Like, the people literally, like, legit, like, truly 100% believe this argument that women's sports isn't as deserving as much because they aren't as physically capable or as physically superior as men. What? And they're just like, I'm gonna watch men's sports because they're better at sports. And I'm just like, okay, like, do in, you understand? In context like, of the competition, the women at their highest level are playing against the other women exactly. at their highest level. There is no. Therefore, difference. it is every bit as entertaining yeah. as the men's sport. Everything is commensurable. Like, it's like obviously they aren't gonna play as well as men. Like, it, it, it's it's long been scientifically proven that men just have more like physical ability than women do, just due to their biology. But like because of that fact doesn't mean that women don't access the right to play sports. Exactly. I mean, like, dude, if you if you hate on the WNBA, I promise you have not watched the WNBA. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's like exactly. anybody who's like, no, fuck no, I'm not going to watch the WNBA. Guess what? They've never watched the WNBA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have never it's watched like, the WNBA and they've never watched women's college basketball and they've probably never watched uh-huh. softball. Right. I'd argue that the WNBA is more exciting than most men's sports on television. I watch it over the MLB in the summer. If it were on I, in the I fall, I'd watch it over the NFL. I, yeah, I could see that too. It's a lot. It's basketball. Like, it's simply because I don't support the NFL, but yeah. <laughs> but I would not watch the NFL for WNBA because it's basketball. It's basketball. That's all it is, and it's like everything is commensurable. Like, you, you know what this is? You know what this is? Patriarchy. It is Working the patriarchy it's because it's like fuck the man. It's like oh. All men, like, men can play sports and everyone should watch that. But women can't play sports and, like, what do you know? Maybe women want to watch women play sports. Like, men Mark? get to watch men play sports. Like, it, it, I don't understand. Exactly. Like, it's just like... Like, Mark, Jacob, these are names of the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed they are. <laughs> God. Fuck a patriarchal society. Patriarchal. Patriarchal? It, it's, it's hard. It's a hard word. Patriarchal. Patriarchal? Patriarchal. You're adding uh, an extra R. Ah, patriarchal. Yeah. Patriarchal. Patriarchy. Yeah, the patriarchy. Yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> that's, that's the point of this. Basically. All right. All right. This is my last one. Jason Momoa is the only man alive who I might actually have a crush on. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, you know, I tend to agree. Jason Momoa is a fucking god amongst men. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Like, you know how they treat Thor in all the Marvel movies where they're like, where they're like, this man, yeah. <laughs> he it's is like, not. It's like he never Like shows. when Drax, when Drax was like, this is no man. Yeah. <laughs> this is a god. This is a god. <laughs> That's how I feel about Jason Momoa. <laughs> he, honestly, he is a god amongst men or he's the closest to it. That's for sure. He's Khal Drogo. Isn't he? Who's he married to? I have no idea. I think he's married to someone really hot. I'll look it up. Jason Momoa, though. I You saw the shit shaming him for a dad bod? Did you see that? <laughs> what dad bod? <laughs> Bro, that... It's like, so fucking Literally, stupid. like, the dude just doesn't have... Like, he, he's not ripped at the moment. Like, it's fine. Yeah, like, like and he's in fucking... Um, oh, man. <laughs> Who, who's he married to? Lisa Benet. Oh. <whistles> Damn. Okay. I hate that I cat called, but yeah, <laughs> wow, she is a beautiful woman. Yeah, no, Lisa Bonet. She's a what was she in? Wait, 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 wait. Let me see that picture again. Damn. And yeah, like Lisa Bonet is a good looking woman. Yeah, no, that's she is the mother of Zoe Kravitz. Oh, really? Yeah, I could see that immediately. That's why I was like, yeah, no, that's where I, that's who I actually think I um, thought that was at first. Yeah, no, she's... Oh, yeah, no, So, I, Jason I totally Momoa did. is Zoe Kravitz's, uh... Stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yo, oh, shout wait. out to Jason Momoa wait, for Lisa going Bonet out and getting to, a 50 I, I never even connected that. She used to be with Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, I think... That's her, that's her father. That's, yeah. That, that's, that's Lisa Bidet's, uh, I guess, ex-husband, I'd assume. Yeah, at this point. That's crazy. No, Zoe Kravitz is definitely one of those girls who, like, I see on like in a movie or something, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, she's only 
oh damn I thought they said 1998 I was like she's only three years older than me and I was like oh, <laughs> nope nope she's well, not. How, how old is she now uh well she was born in 1988 so um that's hilarious she's dude. 30 30 years old she did not dude Jason old. Momoa is nine years older than her older than who than Zoe Kravitz how old is Elisa Benet 51 Bro, shout wait, out to Jason Momoa wait, for going out wait, and getting a 51-year-old woman. Wait, Momoa's 39, and Benet is... Uh, 51. 51. Yeah. Damn, my man likes Momoa. I fuck with Jason Momoa, okay. dude. Jason Momoa is the only man I might actually have a crush on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, fuck yes. Full game hard, okay. Alright, shout out to Jason Momoa. <laughs> Alright. Last one for Tavares. We're going to end this on another thoughtful note. I'd be really bored at work, so, like, it's yeah. just, I don't know why I come up with these things. I just do. Anywho, listen. Criminal is a term deeply encoded with images of the savage, whoever the dominant ideology decides that that is. Criminals are collectively seen as aberrations who should be quarantined from society because of the things that they can, or because of the things that they have slash can potentially do. Our perception of the other dictates an assumption of criminality because they are the aberrant. They are the ones who don't belong, and thus we psychologically and in the worst situations physically quarantine them based on a series of assumptions about their identity. Wow. So basically, like, being labeled a criminal has doesn't always have everything to do with actually being a criminal. It has to do with being identified as a criminal. And, yeah. like, you're identified as a criminal by putting off different perceptions of yourself. So, yeah. like, if you wear, you know, like, if you sag your pants and you wear hoodies and you, like, I don't know, have tattoos, like, people will look at you and think, oh, must be a criminal. Yeah. And, like, because, like, th- this all started from me thinking about, like, why it's such a problem to have tattoos, like, when you get into a professional workplace. It's it's a good thing that this is actually kind of starting to be a more accepted thing mm-hmm. nowadays. Oh, yeah. Is the tattoos. Because, like... That's always been such bullshit. It, exactly. Like, why the fuck do you care what I... Ta- I mean, like, if I have certain tattoos on my body, I understand. Yeah. But, obviously. like, just, like, <laughs> any appropriate tattoo... Yeah. What's the fucking problem? Right. It's like, like, it looks unprofessional. No, it just doesn't look like what you want it to look like. Like, yeah. it's, it's like you've associated tattoos with something else or certain character traits that are not that are are in most cases probably not true like i know a ton of people with tattoos who are just upstanding individuals but yeah they like art and they like putting art on their bodies so it's like this is why tattoos exist yeah it's just like wh- like i don't like the first guy who got a tattoo wasn't like you know what <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna fuck shit up no i'm gonna look tattoo. like a, you know what i'm gonna get this tattoo i'm gonna look like a criminal <laughs> That shit was, yo, I'm gonna put this art on my body permanently. Yeah, because it, it just means that much to me. Like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's all it is, and I don't, like, the world and professionalism in general, and the idea of professionalism, I just hate so much. Like, Ugh. it's super annoying, because... <laughs> Ugh, fuck the man, dude. <laughs> fuck the all man. of this is about the patriarchy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It all goes back to the the old white men at the top. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, uh, but, you know, some some things to think about. Some really good things to think about. Shit, man. You really did it. No, you did, my good sir. No, you did it. No, you, you did it. Jason. I mean, we, I, mean I, I, brought, I brought Here I Come Satan, <laughs> and I brought Jason Momoa. You brought deep talks about capitalism and communism, <laughs> and, and 
society as a whole. Yeah, yeah, you know, criminality, mentality. But yeah, here I come, Satan. Next segment. The NBA offseason. It's been a whirlwind. Has been the greatest NBA offseason ever, probably. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Probably, I, it's I would setting say... up. Setting up a season mm-hmm. that'll probably be the best NBA season in the history of the league. Like, it, or at the very least, it'll be best in like the past five years, or better than the past five years, because like, oh yeah, at the very like, least, it's been like pretty consistent, you know. It has, but dude, this year, like all time, looking all time, there are m- more superstars spread out. Oh, but yeah. together than uh-huh. there have ever <laughs> been spread out, but together, yeah. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like the entirety of the West has it, well, except the Suns, has a chance. <laughs> exactly. And and the Thunder. And the Thunder. Well, the, Thunder we, there's, the Thunder's big three is uh, Chris Paul, Andre Roberson, Stephen Adams. That's true. Well, actually, uh, let's just go ahead and get into that. So, uh, the, the, I'm pretty sure the Thunder are going to trade Chris Paul. I don't think I he's see, ever going to play. I don't that. know. They're on a, uh, they're in tank mode, currently. Uh-huh. They're, uh... Exactly. They're... But I think that might be a reason they keep Chris Paul... <laughs> Which is terrible. But, like, Chris Paul is See, but not going to lead your team. Like I know, and that's the thing. Like, they need... I think they I think they need to get rid of him. I, yeah, I think so, too. I think they do because they're a good... They have a good young core with uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Uh-huh. And, uh... I mean, Steven Adams is only, like, 25. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude? Shit. Yeah, that dude's young. And they, they have a really good future ahead of them because they've picked up eight... First round picks since the oh, yeah. since the draft. Yeah, they've picked up eight yeah. first round picks. That's ridiculous. I think they have first round picks until like twenty twenty six or something. Like yeah, that. like it's ridiculous. It's unfair. Like they're going to be good down mm-hmm. the line, oh, and yeah. you do want a veteran presence, which Chris Paul does provide. But that is not the veteran presence you want. Yeah, no. Because he is known to fuck up a team. He's never gone past the second round of the playoffs. I think yeah. second or third round. Uh, so like it's like, and he's had multiple opportunities. Like uh, when he was in New Orleans, when he was on the Clippers, like he, well, in New Orleans he was on the Hornets. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, but he he had like the the opportunities to to lead a team deep deep into the playoffs, and people thought he had a team good enough to do that. And then again it with the Clippers, when he had Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan by his side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like even when he went to the Rockets, like. Oh, that should have been it. Yeah, that should have been it. But the Warriors kind of... Yeah, that's true. The Warriors shit on that. That is true. (laughs) The Warriors shit on people's dreams. Chris Paul hasn't impressed me in seven years. Yeah, it's been a while. Like, I don't know, like... He's good, but like, he's not... Not not what he used to be. Yeah, no, not anything near what he used to be. And so, yeah, the the Thunder are going to be fine. They should find a new veteran presence. Like, good veteran presence. Yeah, I think they should, too. I think uh, Vince Carter would be a good addition to their team. Obviously, yeah. he's not on the level of Chris Paul in yeah. terms of ability still. Yeah. But he's a better he's leader. Yeah, no, he definitely is a really good leader, and I think that he's even a, probably going to be an even better coach. Oh, uh, yeah. Once he retires or whatever. I think he should get into coaching if he doesn't. But, oh, uh, for sure. Like, it'll be, it'll, it's good to have those sorts of players on a team who can like kind of see from like the bird's eye view of the court and be like, yeah. nah, this is what you need to do, Brody. Like, you, you yeah, gotta, you, you need gotta, to Speaking of Brody, <laughs> the Brody, Russell Westbrook, headed Brody. to Houston Rockets. Yes. As a longtime Oklahoma City Thunder fan, this was good. 
<laughs> you <laughs> this know, was good. this was good. I'm I'm loyal to Russell Westbrook, uh-huh. and Russell Westbrook needed to get the fuck out. Yeah, no, I think as soon as Paul George left, like he was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, get me shit. the fuck out of here. <laughs> like I I need a chance at winning a chip. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And like and I, he's I, not trying to go down that Chris Paul path. You know? <laughs> no, not at all. That would suck, and like that would be really devastating for his career. Cause he's so fucking good. He is. He good. deserves a championship. He, he does. Yeah, and he he's he's played well enough to to have a championship. But like, it's just you know another one of those things where it, it keeps coming up short. And this year might be the year. Maybe it will. I, I'm pretty apprehensive about how Harden and Westbrook are gonna come back together. To play. I think they'll be fine. I, but like, I I think ultimately they will be. I think that they'll figure it out no matter what happens. But like. I feel like it's going to be a huge adjustment at the same time for both oh, of them. Oh, yeah, it will be because they're both – they play the same type of basketball yeah. in terms of how much they both ran uh-huh. the court. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how the Rockets' offense works next year because it was like – I saw a tweet that was like, all right, tell me that a James Harden doing whatever the fuck he wants and Russell Westbrook also doing whatever the fuck he wants but also kind of working together offense isn't crazy enough to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. And, like, you got to – but my thing is, like, you got to recognize, like, when they – the last time they played together, uh, Harden was coming off the bench. Yeah, he was like, a six-man. He was getting, like, like 17 points a game or, so, or less than that. Um and then, like, Westbrook wasn't getting a triple-double every other game. Yeah. And I, I, I really want to know what happens with the triple-double thing. Because, like, I want to know if that <laughs> the, was something specific to, like, the OKC system and how they had it set up there. Well, that's it, it just was. how Westbrook plays. It was? It was. I mean, I think it was because that's just how Westbrook plays. Yeah. So the Thunder adjusted their offense to benefit Westbrook yeah. in that way as much as they possibly could. Yeah. But the Rockets' offense was a little similar to the Thunder's in that it all ran through one person. Yeah. And they let that one person kind of do whatever they want with uh-huh. other assets around them. Yeah. So I think with them two coming together, I think they'll eventually work out. Mm-hmm. I think there will be some kinks to work out through the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately, going into the All-Star break and after the All-Star break, they're going to fuck shit up. Yeah. Because they still got Clint Capella. They've still got P.J. Tucker. they got Eric Gordon. And then they got James Harden and Russell Westbrook. So you're doing really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I'm also really excited to see Russell Westbrook in a new uniform. Me too. It's I've seen him in a Thunder uniform his entire 11 career. years. Like yeah. 11 years, bro. It's crazy he spent that much time like with him. Like Yeah, it uh it actually him being traded to the Rockets made Steph Curry the longest tenured player to stay with a team that really? he was drafted by. Oh, wow. That's yeah, crazy. but like up until then, it was Russ. Like in the league currently. In the league currently. Okay. Yes, it was it was Russell Westbrook then Steph Curry. Mm. I'm interested to see where Damian Lillard's on that list because he couldn't have came too long after Steph, right? Oh yeah, no. Well, no. Steph was been he's been in the league for a long time. He just didn't play and didn't play well for a while. Yeah. Because he was he was with the Warriors before they had their logo change. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He like was. a couple seasons. I think he was there like two or three seasons before that. Yeah, he's been in the league at least. At least nine, ten years. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Russell Westbrook headed to the Houston Rockets. is something I'm pretty excited be, for. It, at the very least, it's going to be fun to watch. And that's that's what I'm all about. Yeah, you know? that's all, that's I'm not all really, it is. I'm not really a team fan. Like, this year I'm going to be a Lakers, Rockets, Nets, <laughs> everybody fan. Just because I love watching good basketball. Uh-huh. So, to see all this coming together, it's beautiful. It is. It is. It's a beautiful sight. How about... The pinnacle of basketball. 
returning to Los Angeles. Indeed it is. Bas- the center of the world of basketball mm-hmm. is Los Angeles again, for the first time since probably the 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, it'll be nice to see L.A. booming like that again. Dude, I mean, they've got LeBron, Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, and then the- in the same arena, you got Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. Paul George, Pat Bev, all them. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine the ticket prices oh my god to the Lakers versus Clippers games whenever they happen oh my god those are going to be the most expensive yeah, tickets no, those are going to be of all time for a regular season game it's, it's, I'm just so glad the Clippers are good finally like dude I mean they've fuck never yes. been good they've never been good like never ever ever <laughs> like literally never like ever. even when they had Blake Griffin DeAndre Jordan and Chris Paul like they, they were, were still they middle were, of the there road. was something there was something missing. Yeah, there was something missing. Like they just didn't work together. Like and they would win games or whatever, but like come playoff time, they're they're just average. Exactly. Like and that that can't be the case. I mean, it was injuries and all that, but yeah, yeah. Still, and now you got Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Pat Bev. I'm pretty sure they've got a uh, Ivica Zubac, who's Zubac. a pretty good yeah. big dude. Zubac is fine. They're, I mean, they gave they. They took the Warriors to six last year. They did, yeah. And they didn't have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Uh-huh. That's true. They have an MVP candidate and the finals MVP. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. No. I'm interested to see Kawhi and Paul George together, too. I am, too. It's really interesting the way that that worked out. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that Kawhi Leonard reached out to Paul George and was like, yo... Yeah. Get to L.A. <laughs> yeah. You get to L.A. He's like... Figure out a way to get to the Clippers and I'm there. Otherwise, I'm signing with the Lakers. He's like, oh, no. Paul George Day is coming up, though. I yeah. I can't. And I he's can't. like, bro. <laughs> bro. What'd it do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see what... like And the center of basketball being in L.A. opens up a lot of different stuff. Oh, I yeah. mean, just like the way LeBron has been dabbling in television and movies and stuff... Uh-huh. I think there could be an even bigger market for NBA and film and in TV oh, yeah. than there ever has been. That would be interesting, too. Because LeBron's figuring that out. Yeah. He's taking advantage of the fact that he's in L.A. Uh-huh. Big time. So it's it's really cool to see what that could do. Yeah. In terms of just everything. Yeah, it definitely is. I'm just like, you know, like, I just need to, like, drop everything and move to L.A. God. I would love that, but yeah. I mean, like, God, so much money. Yeah, yeah, I know. God, so much money. Fuck. God, L.A. does seem dope, though. L.A. does seem fire. I must get a crib in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude, L.A. It seems so dope. So what's your prediction for next year's champs? Mm. That's a tough one. because I Early really, predictions. You There's so many new teams and so many new new, like... Uh, uh, thing like you have dynamics. to see, yeah, dynamics. Uh, so like, I'm inch. I I have to wait to see how these players play together. But just off rip, I think it's got to be a champion's got to come from either the Jazz, oh, or LA, LA, either, either LA, either LA, either LA. Okay. I can get behind that. I because can get behind that for sure. Beyond that, I don't really see anyone or any any team who has like the veteran the veteran presence 
of those teams along with like enough talent to actually win a championship. That's true. So cuz like it, it, like for the Rockets, like I can see them winning maybe if if Russell Westbrook and James Harden play well together, I can see them winning in a couple years, two or three years maybe. But like first season, that'll be incredible if they do. Yeah, like, it's, I get that. That's it, not expected. Yeah, that's why I'm expecting. Uh, I'm thinking Jazz is definitely a good mm-hmm. a good candidate there because I mean they've got Mike Conley who's a great addition, great yeah. point guard. They already have Rudy Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh-huh. They have uh, Donovan Mitchell, great young body. Exactly. And then they have so many different role players on mm-hmm. their team that everything could just go really well for them. Uh-huh. But then that's like also how the Clippers are built, but with two <laughs> superstars. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> that's true. That's why I'm thinking Clippers are probably my prediction. Uh-huh. Gosh, could you imagine a Lakers versus Clippers Western Conference Final? That would be... Oh, can you imagine how much... like? Oh my god, that would be awesome though, because they wouldn't have to travel. No, it, yeah, they would. It would just be. I wonder. LA. If, I wonder if they would give breaks during, like, between games, like as if they were traveling. They would. They would. Yeah, but they'd like, have to. That that would be super cool. To That'd see be that. so exciting. Like they would just change the floor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah. Every night. Clippers are at home now. Not <laughs> and, Lakers. And you're Lakers, away. And then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a. Uh, Oh, dude, I'm really excited for this next season. Yeah, me too. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, the, I think the, the Bucks haven't made too many changes, have they? Uh, not not many. They uh, they lost Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But they signed back Chris Middleton and, uh, and Brooke Lopez, uh-huh. who were huge role players yeah. for them last year. And yeah. Chris Middleton's an all-star now, which mm-hmm. is amazing. But... Uh, yeah, my MVP pick is probably Giannis, again. Yeah, um, you know, like depending on how it shakes out, I could see Harden or Westbrook, Westbrook getting it again. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. My thing is like, uh, if you have two MVP candidates or, on your team, uh huh, neither of you should be MVP. That's true. Because then, like. Doesn't Who's like you're not the most like then you're not the most valuable yeah, player. Yeah. But like I also um, like I also get the fun in that though. Like if Yeah. Like if the four MVP candidates were like fucking LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> like, you're just picking your favorite. Exactly. Uh also Kyrie. Depending on how the Nets play as a team, without KD, Kyrie could go. Kyrie off. could. Kyrie could. And like he he has this one season basically to have the Nets to himself. He does. Like, so that could be that could be something. Um, also, could. Steph. Steph could Steph be back is in on the same bullshit. situation. Yeah. With D'Angelo Russell and like that that'll be nice for him to like have some of that like someone who's also still top tier mm-hmm. in the league uh, beside him without Clay or KD. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'll definitely be. Yeah, and I think like the Warriors are still a threat. Oh, well, they're always going to be a threat. As long as Steve Kerr is their coach, they're always going to be a threat. Steve Kerr rolls the best blunts in the NBA. <laughs> I, be, I, I feel like that's true. Like, I know, Bro, like, Steve Kerr is just so fucking suave. Like, yeah, yeah, like, he's just like... It, he's just like, fuck all y'all, bro. He, he, he played with Michael Jordan, like, come and on And he got now. into a fist fight with Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, I remember reading, Um, I think it was Phil Jackson's autobiography, mm-hmm. and he talked about that situation, and I was just, like, 
Steve Kerr is okay. my guy. Yeah, he's my favorite warrior. Yeah, because, <laughs> like he, far and away. He's like a puny white dude trying to stand up to uh, to, to Michael freaking Jordan. You know Michael Jordan was a dick when he was playing basketball. Oh, Michael Jordan was an ass. Like, have you seen like videos of Kobe? Like, yeah, like during practice and shit. Like, he was a dick. Michael Jordan was probably five times that. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm just like, you know what? Steve Kerr was like, nah, I had enough of your bullshit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, he punched that man in the face. Oh my god. Not many people can say they've punched Michael Jordan Not in the many, face. Not many, ah, but Steve awesome. Kerr Steve can. Kerr. And Steve the, Kerr, puncher of Michael Jordan. And like, roller of blunts. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew what he was. Like he, he never tried to be anything other than a pure sharpshooter. Yeah. And that's what he was, and he was amazing at that. Bro still got his strap, too. Oh, yeah, no. That, that, honestly, the, when he became the Warriors coach, I was so hyped because I was like, they're going to do amazing shit because you take a team of shooters... And, and you, you give, give them, them a shooter <laughs> as a coach, like it's over. <laughs> they shooting. They shoot. Shooter, shooters gonna shoot. They like. gonna shoot. <laughs> but gosh, yeah, the NBA is a lot of fun. That was yeah, that was great. Uh, it, it's it's this is gonna be a very interesting season. That's why it's fun. It's gonna because there's wait. no guarantees this yeah, year. I can't wait until it, like I'm, I'm probably actually gonna watch it. This like not I'll, I'll watch, watch a couple. I'll watch games. regular season. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. I'll like definitely like be tuning in, like being like when do these Tuesday teams night play? TNT? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm on that shit. I need to right? get some cable up at school. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, tune into the NBA next season. Plenty Bloom podcast will be following it closely. Indeed. Weekly episode breakdown. We back. We back. We back. And we back. And we back. And we back. And we back. But uh, we decided to go Rick and Morty. Yeah, you bring know, it back to Rick and Morty. Just had to, you know, sometimes where it all began. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel a little Rick and Morty, like that's just like the beauty of this show, and you can just you can just pick it up. Yeah, you can whenever just pick you want to really. pick it up, and you can pick it up anywhere. Like, anywhere, it's, it's it doesn't like, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter as long as you've so, seen it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which that's a, that's a unique part about Rick and Morty, though, isn't it? How much they keep true to like the storyline, though. Like, yeah, Family Guy is like something that like obviously influenced it but that's so different like how they oh it's so different there's no like it's just like random shit happens in family guy gosh rick and morty bojack horseman's kind of like rick and morty in that way though bojack horseman is yeah it's basically a drama show just animated yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah, it's intense (laughs) but uh we decided to go with season two episode eight interdimensional cable two two because this episode is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's just an, an ode to, you know, weird shit. And I weird it. shit. It's so weird. Yeah, it's so, so weird. The episode opens with Rick and his family wheeling in an obviously sickened Jerry. He's like green <laughs> and shit. And he's vomiting this green sludge type thing. Mm-hmm. And Rick goes, ugh! Be careful, avoid that, because it'll stain if it gets on your clothes, and it'll send you in a murderous rage if it gets in your eyes or mouth. So the fact that first he went to stains your clothes, <laughs> and yeah. then said, you'll go into a murderous rage, is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, but that's just Rick, because he's like, you gotta make sure you don't get those clothes. They like It's important that you remember this, in addition to this. Yes. <laughs> uh, don't, don't die. And then... Uh, 
what do you know happens next? Except <laughs> they're like, don't don't worry, Doctor Glipglop is the best in the galaxy. Yeah. And then Doctor Glipglop shows up, and Jerry throws up on his face. <laughs> Gets in his eyes and mouth. Doctor Glipglop goes into a murderous rage, yeah. only for a second. Uh-huh. <laughs> Before Rick shoots him and puts him down, <laughs> and Beth's like, "What the fuck?" I love that. I love that little joke that they throw there because they're they're like, "He's the best doctor in the galaxy," and Rick's just like, "They all say that." Yeah, he's like, "They're all they all say that." Yeah, but he's like, he's like, "Yeah, they all say that." It's like it's like those pizza places that say they have the world's best pizza. What do you think? They have pizza contests? <laughs> have you ever been to a pizza contest? <laughs> yeah, no, they uh. They, they really like to throw in, like, little jokes like that in Rick and Morty a lot, huh? It's amazing. And then he unplugs their cable system and plugs in his, and uh-huh. they're like, hey, what are you doing? And he goes, uh, a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Why? They break the fourth wall a lot here in this episode. And they're like, why? And he's like, I don't know, pretty much nailed it the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much nailed it the first time, why not? Uh, I actually heard that they might be coming back with another inter- interdimensional cable episode this season. Oh, I hope they do because they th- in season three they did a Morty mind blowers. Yeah. Instead. Yeah, that was that was interesting too. They actually said that they uh, they restructured the entirety of that of season three because they were originally going to do f- uh, fourteen episodes, I think. Ah. But then they cut it and changed the lineup, and Morty's mind blowers wasn't. It was going to be like a late episode, but they just put it there because they needed to condense. Ah, interesting. So we might we, we might be getting some of those episodes that they cut though this season. So we'll oh, see. So exciting. So we go into the uh, the actual episode after the theme song, which oh, yeah. this episode was bounce that ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's interdimensional cable too. Yeah. And it opens with man versus car. <laughs> it's it's where a man wrestles a, a regular old car. <laughs> Wouldn't the car always win? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that uh, that 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 observation is true. Yeah, a car is just built to be stronger than a man. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't the car always win? <laughs> you can tell that they do improv here, and it's just so. Oh beautiful. gosh! Like, every it's inter- funnier oh, because it is improv. Yeah, it, all of interdimensional cable, except for like a few things. Yeah. Is improv. You yeah. can tell they have an outline for certain things, uh-huh. like in the first interdimensional cable, where they're like. <laughs> it's two brothers yeah. in a van, in a van. <laughs> running from a tornado and 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 and, and then the moon hits. <laughs> and what do you do then? <laughs> but wait, wait, that's not it. Old ladies invade. <laughs> wait, that's not it. Old ladies are coming. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> They're gonna cross attack the Mexican Armada. <laughs> And yeah. these two, these two brothers, they they have a strong bond. You don't want to hear about it here. <laughs> Just know they know how to handle business. Gosh, what yeah. a great, it's, what a great premise for an episode of TV. It is, isn't it? It's just so random and sideways. Like it's, I don't know. It's just wild. It's where a man wrestles a a car. A car. And then uh, after man versus car, they change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> which a cereal commercial is on. You don't really get the idea that this is a cereal commercial right away. Yeah, no. It, it, it this, starts with this a makes couple me uncomfortable. Of, yeah, it starts with a couple of freaky looking alien looking things. Uh-huh. And she's and the dude's talking to the girl in like a real professing love type way. He's like, "There's something I need you to know. It's that I've got a couple of eye holes." And he rips off his eye flaps. 
and there's eye holes underneath. And you just have to see it to know what I, I mean. I just, like, who comes up with these concepts? That's all I want to know. I know, and then the, the lady responds. She's like, oh, I know. I have eye holes, too. And he's like, oh, you have eight eye holes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start kissing eye holes. Yeah. It's disgusting. And the dude's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> he's all moaning and shit. He, he was too pleasured by it. It was it was just weird. Uh, and then this. <laughs> and then the eye hole man breaks through the ceiling and he's beating the shit out of them. He's like, I'm the eye hole man. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from my eye holes. Get up out of here with my eye holes. He literally knocks the eye holes out of their head. Like it's, Yeah, and it's, he takes the eye holes because he's the eye hole man. Nobody can have his eye holes. Nobody. And they're like, eye holes available at Walmart, Ikea. And they, <laughs> like so many different places. Yeah. And then it cuts to uh, Rick and Morty talking. And Morty's like, oh my god. what? Why, why is he doing that? He's like, oh, Morty. <laughs> eye hole. Don't ever get caught eating one of those eye holes yeah he comes in and he beats the shit out of you but it's worth it morty those they eye melt, holes they, they melt, melt in your mouth, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they just oh man i can't imagine like the, the way that they set that up and to bring it to this tip being like yeah no, this is just basically a kick-ass cereal <laughs> what like what the fuck that reminds me of the first <laughs> first interdimensional cable where he's like in a world where there's a ton of muscular manis there's only three unmuscular Michaels. <laughs> and then it ends up being something for turbulent juice. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And Morty's like, what? What, what is that? And Morty's and Rick's like, sex sells, Morty. <laughs> sex sells. <laughs> He's like, sex sells like, what? Is it like... Is like it a movie? Something that you clean with? Is, like... it, is it a movie? Does it clean stuff? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> That's the best Turbulent stuff juice. ever. <laughs> Sex sales. And then we cut to uh, we cut back to Jerry's storyline in the next shot. Oh yeah, I love this line. He's he's like, uh, <laughs> "Hello, Jerry. You are in an alien hospital. Well, well, I mean, it's just a normal hospital to me, but." Uh, or no, he goes, well, it's an alien hospital to you, but it's just a normal hospital to me. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, we're in space. Yeah, we're in space. Uh, I don't know if you're going to catch up with that. <laughs> but the, I love how they just have, like, a horde of people waiting to be like, yeah. hey, J- J- Jerry, we, we, we need, need your, your dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shrimply Pibbles, a world, a world leader, civil rights activist, is in need of a heart transplant. And the configuration of veins and the uh, elasticity, elasticity and the uh, asymmetry of what he calls his balls. <laughs> All of these things describe Jerry's penis <laughs> and yes. his testicles. Yep. And they need that area to replace Shrimply, Shrimply Pibble's heart. <laughs> <laughs> that is just... Uh... You know, that's that's another just, just a testament to this episode, and it's, it's just it's, it's just so fucking goofy. It is like I don't even honestly recognize how off the wall it is until we're explaining it as we are now. I know, because like watching it, you're just kind of like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, it's Rick yeah. and Morty, but yeah. explaining it's stupid. You're just like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's probably why we love doing it. <laughs> it is, but the uh, and then it cuts to the guys like he'll never do it. <laughs> like, yeah, he can't know about the. The genocide of year eleven point six two three four seven zero seven two nine six. And, and then, then Shrimply Pibbles yeah. makes his entrance. <laughs> he's like, 
Their entire culture is built around their penises. It's as funny at parties. to say they're too big. It is funny to say they're too small. I've been at parties where people hold up, what did you say? Like Thermoses. Thermostats. Pencils. Or thermoses. Pencils. And say, look at me. I'm Mr. So-and-so dick. I have such and such for a penis. I never saw it fail to get a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so accurate. Yeah, it really it, is. Any joke about a dick is typically funny. No. <laughs> Maybe um, that's a testament to me, but it's usually pretty fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, nope, not gonna lie, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then to Jerry's like, hey, you gotta cool it, that's my species you're talking about. That's <laughs> my species. We understand genocide, we do it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry is just such a... A Jerry. He's a fuck. He's a... Yeah, he's a fuck, like... Do it sometimes. As, like, as we previously referenced, Jerry, Jerry. shut up! Like, He's a God fuck. damn it, <laughs> dude. And then uh, we cut back to the interdimensional cable, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> Morty is just stuck in a daze. And Rick goes, "You worried about your dad? He's gonna be just fine." <laughs> and Morty's like, "No, I'm looking at that lady over there getting coffee. <laughs> is she is she an alien or is she like a human or is she like Worf?" You know, Worf. You know, Worf from, from Star, Star Trek. Trek? <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't know, Morty. I don't know. Let's just watch interdimensional cable. Get your mind off of it. <laughs> and then it cuts to a show, in which the host goes, "Welcome to How Did I Get Here." It's the only show that'll make you ask, "How, How did, did I, I get, get here?" here? <laughs> All right, let's let's begin. <laughs> and then they cut to the deformed Worf lady. Standing atop a light pole in the middle of a city. And she goes, oh my god, how did, how how did, did I, I get, get here? here? And then Morty, in realization, looks up at the coffee machine. And she's gone. Oh my god, Rick, it's, it's the late, it's, it's Worf from Star Trek. How did she get there? Rick's like, oh my god. Oh my god. How did she get there? And the host is like... How did yeah, she, she get, get there? there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a random, like, what the fuck? Like, for a, it, it's set up like a game show, and it's just it's like... It's just moving, it's teleporting people. Yeah, just teleporting people. Like, it's just, like, awesome, you know? And then Beth's like, should we be worried about that? And the guy <laughs> hosting the show actually looks right at her. And then when Rick says, uh, just stay away from the coffee machine, the guy's eyes look right at him. So, like, the dude definitely is listening yeah. and is there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, that dude. It's such a great premise. Uh, yeah. What's the, what was the next commercial? Was it Steely? Or was that oh, later? no, it was Jan Michael Vincent. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jan Michael Vincent. Calling all Jan Michael like Vincents. Vincent's. <laughs> I love how it's clearly, like, uh, uh, what's his, uh, Royland, I, I think, is the one who does the Morty voice, Morty and Rick and Morty voices. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I love how you can tell, like, it's him doing the improv. All of them. He's yeah. doing all of it's it. It's just him, like, screwing Saying around behind things. a mic. Like, what the and fuck? And you can tell for sure later, when it gets to Mr. Octopus, uh-huh. he's like, I'm <laughs> Mr. Octopus! <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a man who got I'm bit man. by an octopus, and... <laughs> And now I help people. I save people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's great at that. But yeah, Jan Michael Vincent's in a world where there's only eight Jan Michael Vincent's and sixteen quadrants. There can there's only so much time. You can't have 
Jan Michael Vincent's at every quadrant. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how I love how it progressed. And slowly, Rick and Morty were both like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it started as Morty being like, do we have to know who, uh, yeah, usually who Jan Michael this? Vincent what? is to get this? <laughs> He's like, no, just just watch. <laughs> and eventually, they're just, like, all into it. They're like, oh, my God, whoa. Oh, my Jan God. Hey, nurse, can I, can I get some help? I think I have Jan Quadrant Vincent Fever over here. <laughs> yeah, Morty, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I can't imagine this is as funny for uh, for everyone listening as it is for us. No, no. This has to be so stupid. <laughs> you know, you know, we're just keeping with the theme of Rick and Morty. <laughs> you have to. It's so funny. It's the best show. Uh, what's the next one? The next one was uh, when Jerry was like, Oh, you know what, I realized I haven't... Uh... <laughs> I haven't really ran this past my wife yeah. yet. And he's like, oh, do you think she'll be on board? And he's like, absolutely. Uh, Beth is automatically on board with everything I do. <laughs> Which is the exact opposite of the actual case. Okay, let's take a sec to think about how he was getting marked up by that doctor. That shit had to be, like, the most uncomfortable position. Like, yeah, he, he had his legs up in, like, stirrups like he was at a gynecologist. <laughs> that was... <laughs> That was just like I, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I don't yeah. That, that this is a good dilemma. <laughs> Would you be willing to give up your dick and balls <laughs> if it is going to save hundreds of billions of lives? Hundreds of billions. Well, at the point where this conflict is significant to hundreds of billions of people that means that it not being significant to my people as earth as an earthling means that it's not significant to all people meaning that there could be an infinitesimal amount of people out there it's true uh, no i think that's small an in infinite amount of people out there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an infinite amount of people in the world and compared to hundreds of billions being affected by this genocide, chances are, my help is probably not worth that much. See, th then that places problems with the fact that I'm calculating the, the, the worth of human life, but it's... it's You're it's, also it's calculating funny. the worth of your genitals. <laughs> Saying it's worth more than a hundred billions of lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Here's but, my thing. I think... I think I'd do it. I think I'd give up my dick and balls. Okay, well, there there is a, another point, though, that we gotta mention, is that there were options for implants. That's, that's my point. You get a sophisticated prosthetic. <laughs> and the thing is, later in this episode, Jerry gets fucking capped. Yeah. Like, he gets shot 50 times, and then he's working perfectly Yo, he fine. Lit, uh... I have faith that they could just make a replica. <laughs> <laughs> and be like boop <laughs> <laughs> but like I feel like it would be different I mean yeah it's prosthetic how can that work like I don't know I, <laughs> but they, they they shot him 50 times and oh he's the same God. the rest of the series they, they, I have to think that yeah they just, just brought fine. him back to life they're like healing healing gunshot wounds it's just like a snap yeah <laughs> uh yeah, you know I don't know I I really it it'd be have to be a split dis decision like a split second decision. Yeah, for sure. 
And I have to. I'd, I probably want to meet Shrimpy Pipples. See if I see if I fuck with this guy. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But Jerry did meet Shrimpy Pipples. Yeah, yeah, he did. I'm sure Shrimpy Pipples was a great person. He did. He was. We he, speak about him as he a has a heroin assistant. dependency. He does. He does. He has a heroin you know. dependency, but it's because it's an, all heroin isn't bad. <laughs> all heroin isn't bad. The heroin <laughs> that was in his planet's atmosphere helps him live. So now he needs to do heroin. Just kidding. Don't don't do heroin. Please. Don't do heroin unless your life depends on it. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> uh, and then we get back to interdimensional cable, where we have the adventures of Steely. <laughs> that is hilarious. Like this is just one of the most off the wall concepts. Like, it was just like, all right, we're gonna right. go through this office, and I'm gonna take regular yeah. office things. He's <laughs> like, hey, that's mine. You can't take that. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he smothers I'm him calling, with chloroform. I'm calling security, and he just like <laughs> he smothers him with chloroform. Oh my god! Like what the fuck? <laughs> all right, guys. Now we're in the quiet safe room, where nobody that I stole the stuff from can get to us. So uh, here's a uh, here's a plumbus. That's eight brapples. <laughs> what the fuck is a brapple? I don't know. I assume it's some form of currency. But I like... do too, but like... <laughs> what? But like also the graphics that pop up are different every time you says yeah, brapple. Yeah, they are. So I have no idea what it means. <laughs> they probably did that on purpose just to confuse you. Oh my god, it's brilliant. Oh yeah, it's, it's great. It's so fucking funny. Uh, next is the Plumbus commercial, right? No, next was the uh, improv comedy guy who's Wait. standing up on the front of the stage. Oh, He's like, yeah, yeah, welcome, yeah. To, uh, welcome to improv comedy. It's all improvised. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> He's like, all right, you, you, what's your job? He's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a tax attorney. All right, good. Hey, cue the music. Cue the music. Oh, I'm a tax attorney. Oh, jeez. Oh, forget about everything else. Forget about Jesus Christ. Forget about Muhammad. Forget about all the other religions. Da 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 da. Okay. Okay. Da. What What is it about joking about religion that is so hilarious? It's because it offends so many people. And this <laughs> that is provides like, that is provi- that's what provides most the laughter for most jokes is the fact that it does offend somebody. Like this is a real thing. Yeah, and it's like I just don't care enough to joke about it so that's funny yeah exactly like <laughs> yeah. it's like that's hilarious okay but let, let's let's think about this in the context of zach fox zach fox okay <laughs> you know his song yeah yeah <laughs> the beginning of that is like i feel i've never felt like worse laughing at something and like rick and morty just reminded me of that it's like if you don't fuck with jesus i'm gonna shoot you in the <laughs> face or something like that <laughs> yeah it's like the intro to this song <laughs> <laughs> dude it's so funny yeah no it's great and like honestly uh, Zach Fox has to watch Rick and Morty there's no chance oh zero there. chance in hell he doesn't yeah Zach Fox might be the funniest human alive <laughs> this dude is just like so random and he actually has talent and you can tell but you're just like fuck you're like dude you <laughs> yeah why are you using it this way oh it's so fucking funny though <laughs> I love the way he's using it it is hilarious <laughs> Dude. And then later in the uh, improvised sketch, he's like, "Oh, thank you. That was so. That was great. That was amazing." He's like, "Yeah, thanks, thanks. Hey, hey, security guards, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Take him out. <laughs> Take him out of here. Hey, suck his life out. Demons. Demons. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like why? Like I, you know, it's very funny. <laughs> and then uh, the doctor who's gonna do the surgery." On Jerry comes uh, up to the family and is like, 
Uh, Jerry's in very good condition, but uh, Beth, we ask that you uh, follow us. So he does, and she finds out that Jerry's Jerry's genitals <laughs> could save the galaxy. And Obviously. She's, she's immediately pretty yeah. mad. Yeah. She's noticeably like, we come here to save my husband's life, and now you want to take his genitals from him? <laughs> and then they're like, we would replace it with a sophisticated prosthetic. And she's like, I don't care what you owe. <laughs> Looks at the prosthetics and is like, huh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and this is just another testament to how much of a fuck Jerry is. Yeah. <laughs> how much of a fuck Jerry definitely Because he uses this, try, he tries to like get out of giving away his penis by being like, oh, I wonder what Well, my wife, wife wouldn't, uh, who would, who would be mad at a wife for not, for wanting to keep her lover intact? Yeah, yeah, you know. And she's like, what kind of a wife would I be if I stopped you from saving the universe? <laughs> God, what a... So that that's when I posed the question in my notes. What would you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You still don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It, it really depends on the context for me, I think. We'll have to get uh, a panel of people, and we'll have to have a debate. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, like, so what are the pros? What are the cons? <laughs> uh... Which, which one was next after this part? After uh, Beth being mad, we had a uh, oh, little bits. Yeah, tiny people. We uh, <laughs> we have tiny pizza, <laughs> tiny lasagna. <laughs> oh shit, we got tiny people. <laughs> <laughs> eat, a, eat some fucking shit, you, so, okay. you fucking stupid bitch. So, <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this question made me wonder. Are people tiny? So he calls them tiny, but they have a huge head, right? Yeah. Do they? Are they tiny due to the features of their face being smaller? Or is it the entirety of the head that makes your face smaller? So are you saying, like, in the context of the tiny people? Yeah. So, like, on the tiny people, would their mouths just be tiny because they're tiny? Yeah. And then could their head be big and they still be tiny? Yeah, I think so. I think their I think their heads, like no matter what, are like five times the size of its face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like the tiny people also had tiny faces, so their tiny people faces were even tinier than the tiny faces. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, it made sense. <laughs> It made sense you're just not keeping up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's it, maybe that's it. You're just not keeping up. So the tiny people faces okay. are tinier than the tiny faces. So the okay. tiny faces okay, on okay, the regular okay. people are bigger than the tiny faces on the tiny people. Yeah, yeah, I think I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Why'd I ask that question? I don't know. <laughs> it led to a good conversation. <laughs> I, said ti- I, get, I said tiny people a lot. Tiny people. Eat some fucking shit, you fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then they uh, cut to uh, the office in which Jerry is about to use his penis for oh, the last yes. time. Yes. And the doctor's like, here's uh, alien internet. Here's some... Uh, Porn. And it's just like a sponge. Like, like a sponge and like some particles like moving. Yeah. He's like, here's some uh, porn. <laughs> some porn. And yeah. 
and uh, there's an alien towel right over there, <laughs> and that actually is an alien towel to me. I got it on a different planet. <laughs> <laughs> there's an alien towel. <laughs> and then he op- he like he's shutting all the browsers, and he finds he finds a uh, desktop, I guess, that yeah. says that uh, Shrimply Pizzles Shrimply Pibbles has a heroin dependency. Heroin, you know. So he, he thinks he's going to use this to get out of giving up his dick. <laughs> so he presents it to the world. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I just want to say that I've followed Shrimply Pibbles through all of his acts, through his march on da 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 and his battle through heroin dependency. <laughs> he's just great. Or something yeah. like that. And everybody just like And everyone applauds yeah. and he's like, yeah, it's a, it occurs to me that his heroin addiction may not have been a matter of public record. And the <laughs> reporter's like, you know heroin makes up 10% of the atmosphere on Shrimply Pibble's home planet. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck. And someone else adds in, which was invaded by, like, by what? Yeah, it was, like, demolished or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was invaded by, like, troops and shit and, and destroyed. And he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and the people next to him are just staring at him. Hey, so weird. he's trying to get out of giving up his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, they all boo him and hate him. Yeah. And the best like, come on, Jerry, we gotta go. <laughs> and he's like... I can't leave now. Everybody hates me, <laughs> which is just exactly what Jerry is. That's why Jerry. Like, isn't that like, isn't that when you want to leave? You would think. And so. he's like, he's like, no, I can't leave now. Everybody hates me. <laughs> Everybody hates me. And she's like, yep. If only there was a, uh, a surgical procedure to fix that. <laughs> and then they zoom on Jerry's face, and he goes, maybe there is. Maybe there. And is. in that moment, the first time I watched it, I go, oh shit. He's going to give Beth a lobotomy. <laughs> I was like, god damn. Yeah. Jerry's really fucked up in this bitch. <laughs> Turns out, doesn't give Beth a lobotomy. No. He takes a much wilder route. And, uh... Well... He tries... To hold hostage... Shrimply Pibbles... <laughs> while under a procedure. While his pants are unbuckled. And he's screaming... Please take my penis. <laughs> and they look, they see it on the news on the TV. They're like, "Wait, this can't. Wait, this can't be real. This, this must be on another Earth or another dimension or something." Like, and then they all, and then security guards come running by, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> sir, step away from Shrimply Pebbles." <laughs> they're like, "Dad, stop!" And he's like. <sighs> I'm a good person. I'm a good and person. he rips off his pants oh <laughs> right gosh. in front of his daughter. In front of he his goes, daughter. I'm a good person. <laughs> and he runs towards Shrimply Pibbles with the intention of jumping his penis into this man's chest. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Ju- and he gets shot. Uh, a lot. <laughs> well, no, I think before this, Beth told him what he was actually holding. Oh, yeah. He was not <laughs> holding a gun. He was not holding a gun. He was holding. One of the prosthetic penises <laughs> has a gun. <laughs> oh my god. That was a great one. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but my boy gets lit up, lit up like 50 shots in his 50 chest. Shots. Like, it's bad. 50 shots. 50 shots. He's just like face down, ass up in front of his family. Like, And they're like, god damn. They're just like, shit. Fucking Jerry. <laughs> there was uh, one, one little uh, commercial that I skipped. The personal space. Oh, yeah, my <laughs> life. Welcome to the 
Welcome to the personal space show. Whoa, I don't... Who's around me right now? <laughs> who's around me? I, I don't... <coughs> Alright, everybody, let's uh let's step up. Everybody get stepped up and get some stepped up personal space personal up space. in this place. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, step one, personal space. Step two, personal, personal space. space. Step three, e. stay out of my, my personal, personal space. space. Step four, get out of that personal space. space. <laughs> step five, <laughs> he just keeps going. <laughs> Keeps going all the way till step eight. Yeah, where he steps down and he goes, "I, I, as you can see, <laughs> I take my personal space really seriously. <laughs> I don't, e- I'm not even a fan of having this skin in my personal space." And then he proceeds to rip the skin off of his body. Oh my god, this it's, this part's kind of gross too. Oh, super gross. It's a cartoon, but it's just like ah, it's still like ah, man, that's like, really nasty. Wow, that's just something is that's, that like you just do that? Like, yeah, like what, what are you what? doing? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, next week, come back to the show you eat, that we grew in love, the personal space show. <laughs> but uh, back to after Jerry. Yeah. Gets shot a lot. He wakes up to interdimensional cable, in which it is a uh, commercial for a frozen yogurt shop, in which the frozen yogurt is delivered through buttholes. Oh yeah. It is really disgusting. Yeah, yeah. They they they, they don't mince their words very often. No, it's pr- it's really fucking funny though. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the octopus man. I'm I'm an octopus I'm person. An octopus. I save people. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. I gotta stop a trouble mite. Pulls out a knife <laughs> and runs at a guy and just stabs him in the head. And then was it Beth or no? It was Summer who was like. <laughs> Summer was like does all interdimensional cable have to rely on gratuitous violence <laughs> and then Morty breaks into a, a little spiel that is quite obviously from the perspective of Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland it's oh, like yeah. maybe you're so sensitive and you can't under- you're afraid of your primitive instincts <laughs> or something like that uh, it's so funny yeah no but it's Rick and Morty they continue speaking truth like they do all, all the they time they always do it's just like you know like you know what maybe we got we got some real shit to say in between all this bullshit <laughs> maybe we do and it's real shit about why you should listen to our bullshit <laughs> to our bullshit because our bullshit is just Rick and Morty but human yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah he wakes up, they're like, turns out, you getting shot 50 times wasn't really a problem, it was like getting a splinter removed. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you know, alien technology so advanced. And Beth tells, Beth tells Jerry, she's like, you can't want everybody to love you. Remember that time that someone called you a dumbass on a YouTube video? <laughs> and you responded, and you said, takes one to no one, and you stayed up all night clicking refresh on the ba- browser, and then you cried yourself to sleep. <laughs> and Jerry goes, I remember it differently. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, well, that's that, that's, Jerry. That's you can't, Jerry. You can't try and make people love you. You have to wait for hating you to bore them. <laughs> and he's like... You're right. You're right. <laughs> Jerry's such a dumbass. He's like, you know a, what? A fucking You're right. Jerry. You're right. That is correct. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> Rick's like, we got to go home. Yeah. And Jerry's like, if you wouldn't mind, Rick, I'd like to go to the zoo. 
with my family. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, God, no, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, he's like, Jerry, what the fuck, stop. Just, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, Jerry? No. And he's like, jeez, Christ, sorry, no, we'll go home. Like, what the, what are you, what is in your head? <laughs> <laughs> Why would we go to the zoo with you, you fuck? You idiot. <laughs> oh, they 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 dish on on Jerry and you know I'm with it 100%. I am 100. percent Jerry sucks. Jerry does suck. Jerry does suck. Fuck Jerry. Fuck Jerry. Fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's a fuck. <laughs> but uh, Jerry gets the shit beaten out of him in the post credit scene by the eye hole man. The, the eye hole man. Yeah. <laughs> Get up out of here with my eye holes. Gosh, what a great. Great. I, I like these one-off, like, Rick and Morty episodes. I do, too. That are just kind of random all over the place. Because yeah, it's just, the like, it's, it's really entertaining to go back and watch it. Yeah, I can re-watch those over and over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the the first interdimensional cable, the one where it's a guy selling fake doors. <laughs> and they're like, wait, the commercial's not over. I guess he's in, he's in traffic? Yeah. yeah. Now he's at his house. <laughs> okay. He's making a sandwich? He's making a sandwich. Hey guys! <laughs> still oh my me? god! Still here? Still selling fake doors? <laughs> still selling fake doors? <laughs> oh my god! It's still the commercial. <laughs> that is great. That is genius marketing. Yeah, though. no. Honestly. If a company ever did that, where like they just like filmed a commercial, and then they showed the yeah. guy leaving, and they followed him home, uh-huh. and then he was like, "Hey, still me? They... Still selling whatever it is I'm selling?" I'd be like, "Oh my god! I'm buying this right now." <laughs> <laughs> they totally should do that though. They don't do enough of that. Gosh, there's so many genius. Genius commercials in the show. <laughs> there really are. <laughs> Gosh, I love Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's a it's a great show. Well, it's been a day. It's been a day. We had Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, you know, can't can't go wrong with that. We uh, read some drafts from our tweets. Tweet drafts, you know, some light, some heavy. You know? Talk some NBA. Talk the NBA NBA basketball. Indeed. Hell of a day. Hell of a day. Pleasure having you here, Tavares. You know, pleasure for you having me. Pleasure for me having you. We didn't really have each other, did we? No, we didn't. We were just both here. Yeah. Peace, love, and bloom. (laughs) (laughs) It's not stopping.